So you know how two episodes ago during our break I went out and fed someone else's oh, yeah. meter like when- as a good Samaritan? Mm-hmm. Well, this time I went out to feed a meter and started feeding someone else's meter not as a good Samaritan but because I'm a fucking dumbass. <laughs> thought it was my car. <laughs> It's not your fault. You have a new car. I have a new car. This one was also new. It didn't have its license plates yet either, and it was also white. Uh, it was a sedan. Yep. Mine is not. It's, <laughs> it's what I was like, expired? I, I know Tammy put in a, more than one yeah. hour. Yeah. And so as I'm like looking on the windshield to see if we got a ticket, I realized not my car. Can I tell you how much it means to me that you say look to see if we got a ticket? I really appreciate that. Because we are one. Okay, I have terrible news for you. We got a ticket? No. Um I had to look up something so I took it off of airplane mode so now I'm looking at the football game. Oh boy. <laughs> There's only 3 minutes left. I had a feeling today would have some football involved because it's I don't know. What's today for you? It's opening game day. It's opening game day. And so I knew right away, I was like, oh boy, she's either going to be real fired up because of football stuff or she's going to be real excited because of football stuff. Real mad. Yeah, all that good stuff. Well, I'm in between because the game took so long and there was a rain delay and so it's still happening. And uh, rain delay. What's rain? (laughs) Okay. Well, this is Banshees and Booze. <laughs> I meant because we live in a desert. I know, I know. Um, I know. A, I'm sorry. That was that was mean. The, for the author's episode, it's more was like, did you really not know that Mark Dwayne was dead? I'm like, no. I was being Amy. It was. It's, it's a. It's a bit. It's guys, a character. Yeah, and you guys, I'm being Tammy. I'm not this much of a know-it-all asshole. Oh, okay. And right. I'm not this much. Oh, no, forget okay, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, anyway, look, anyway. you're a know-it-all, and I'm a not know-it-all, and it works. You know what? It's the yin and the yang. It's the beauty you're that the makes this thing work. Jane Russell to my Marilyn Monroe. Oh, baby, <laughs> daddy. <laughs> <laughs> The Olympic team for me. Wasn't that nice of somebody? <laughs> oh, um, but this really is movie. this really is Banshees. And oh yeah, for reals though, this is Banshees and Booze, and it really is a paranormal podcast. Really, with a shot of liquid courage. Thank God. What's our shot of liquid courage today, Ms. Tammy? Thank you for asking. Our theme this time is haunted restaurants. Sure, we've talked about restaurants before, but it hasn't been a theme yet. Got. Damn it. That is correct. And uh, so I picked my restaurant. Uh, I'll tell you a little more about it later, but I just wanted to tell you that uh, it was frequented by none other than Shirley Temple. <gasps> so I thought I'd make a Shirley Temple, oh but it's fancies and booze. So I put rum in it. <laughs> This is just I like t- last week's uh-huh. episode where I made the cherry coke That's with right. rum in it. So this is some rum, some Diet Seven Up, and some cherries. Um, so I'm That's calling adorable. it. I'm calling it the Shirley Temple Black because that was her married name. That's right. So she grew up and put rum in it. Oh, uh, this may- <laughs> details. This is the Shirley Temple this Black. This is the Shirley Temple Black. So I hope yours is good. I just put the cherry in it. I didn't do any of the the sauce. The saucy sauce. Well, you. You did some sauce. I'll tell you that. There's some sauce. There's some sauce in here. Hey, oh, okay. Just sauce. Mm -hmm. 
it's good. It's rum. It's rum. <laughs> With aspartame. Why do I keep buying diet sodas? Don't let me do it again. See, okay. It's not cool. That's what's so funny is because then I buy the diet soda. Like, I prefer diet soda, but then mm-hmm. I specifically buy it for you because I'm like... Right. You don't want to, like, I, I don't want sugar. I feel like I frequently bring you poison all the time, and mm-hmm. I just want to, like, maybe the weird part is the aspartame because we need the sugar. Yeah, I think we, st- you know what? I think this is what's happened. I've hit an age where my body is no longer, my body's like, no, it's better to have some sugar than some chemicals. Right. Right. Yeah, right. I remember, I remember 26 too. That's when my body said the same thing. Ooh, I, th- <laughs> thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you so much. I just feel bad for <laughs> implying that you were stupid earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we have the power to edit out anything we want. We do. Yes. Thank you to the app Audacity. Uh-huh. We can. <laughs> well, I use GarageBand for Oh, that. you use I use Audacity mm-hmm. when I edit. I mean, the most editing. Actually, we really don't edit much out of this podcast at no. all. The, the only time I've really did a very heavy-handed edit was when I was shit-faced. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. We're going to lose all of our audience. Uh, because I repeated the same shit 25 times in 25 minutes. Well, it was a good lesson. I feel like we, we were trained for that. Because one of the first projects we ever did together was our first ghost-busted stage show. Yeah. Where half of it was a fake podcast pilot and we did this part where we just had like a edited montage of us being fucking drunk right yes part of it was acting part of it was we filmed it at the end of the night we let the camera roll for like 18 minutes and just ran around being fucking drunk and we were actually kind of drunk at that point in a shutdown restaurant yeah. in hollywood and mm-hmm. it was really scary it was really scary yeah uh the ice machine kept going off <gasps> that's right and um, we weren't able to unplug anything obviously yeah it was really scary and so we edited this montage and by we i mean me i edited this montage of like eight minutes of us and we thought it was the funniest fucking thing we'd ever seen in our life and our director very calmly kindly sat us down and was like this makes me not like you guys i think you need to cut this down and we were like but look how funny we're so drunk hilarious and that was all of our inside jokes a very hard and important lesson yes it was she was like, an audience cannot relate. They are like watching a party they were not invited to. Yep. If they have to watch you girls for eight minutes, be drunk and having fun with each other and they're not getting – they're not in on it. Yep. I'm like, wait, what? It was what? so smart. Because <laughs> yeah, we were doing was... the thing where we showed her and we're like looking like, huh? Did you see that? Did you see that? And her face that? was and she just, just like, like – so. <laughs> You're not going to like hearing this, but I have to tell you. It was so good, though, because literally after she left, we were just like, what does she know? And then we were like, she knows everything. everything. And (laughs) we cut it a lot down. And it was so much better. But of course, I kept that eight-minute cut for us. I'm sure I still have it somewhere. It's our own little to put in the treasure chest. Yeah. Watch it when we want. Yeah. Um. Did we say this is Banshees and Boo? We did. We did. It really was Banshees and Boo. So, Tammy. Yeah. I'm dying to know. Yes. What restaurant Shirley Temple Black ate at? Wait, was she Shirley Temple when she was dining at restaurant? She was Shirley Temple when she was dining at this restaurant. It was when she was. She was very little. Um, Uh, The queen of Hollywood. Which, by the way, I've been watching. 
just making sure. Okay. I've been I've been watching. I love my TCM app. My oh. Turner Classic Movies app. I've been watching a lot of Shirley Temple movies lately. Oh. And I remember my mom being like, I think you would like Shirley Temple movies, even when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a little unusual. I feel like small children don't necessarily love watching cute small children. Because I think you're like, I could do that. Yeah. I do that every she. day. I never really watched Shirley Temple movies. Um, uh, It's one of those things where I'm like, oh, I get it. Really? She's... She's so fucking cute. precious. She's so cute. And I think I would have liked it as a small kid. She's she's precious. She's also she's very feisty. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. And she really is like a little person. And yeah. and she, you know, she's acting hard and she's so damn cute. Really, Her really good. Voice and she can dance. Yeah. Oh. Adorable. She's a tiny little body. Like it's it's really cute. And she didn't grow up to be all fucked up. No, she was she like a was, politician. She was an ambassador for Christ's <laughs> yeah. sake. Yeah. I'm like, that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. That's how you By do drinking it. Shirley Temples and not Shirley temple blacks oh yeah <laughs> we didn't learn a lesson but we're yeah. out of our cute phase exactly um so uh this is so fun because we picked this theme when did we pick it not too long ago not too long ago it was very recently recent. and yeah. then the next day i treated myself to a downtown day mm-hmm. which i love doing took the little train downtown and uh, i was uh i'm very codependent so i texted amy pictures all day uh and i was like i want to be there with you and uh i posted on her instagram the uh, hotel cecil yes i saw that stay on main my ass May- uh <laughs> So much of our research has been a place uh, of places that are downtown. Yeah. 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 So uh, that was really fun. So then I, as a, every time I go downtown, got to do it. Went to the last bookstore, wandered oh, around for a little so while. Good. And I was over in the uh, local section and I found a book called Ghost Gourmet all about haunted restaurants in Los Angeles. Are you freaking, Are you freaking kidding, kidding me? me? That we picked this theme, which I took a pic. Okay, so like. Oh my God. So you know me, right? Yes, I I think so. Do you think I bought the book? No, you okay. probably sat in the bookstore and read the whole thing and then took photos of the pages you I wanted to talk about. I took some photos. <laughs> I did take some photos. Oh God. I Mostly, I just wanted to show you. Okay, so Gourmet Ghosts. I did say that right, didn't I? That yeah, is the name yes. of the book. Mm-hmm. A Guide to the City's haunted bars and restaurants and their ghosts murders and mysteries there's the cover for you oh See, my god i would have bought it oh by uh james t bartlett thank you james thank you james um i would have bought it but it wasn't the used i can't buy a new book oh. at the last bookstore no, i gotta buy a used. It's all about the used they didn't yeah. have a used one so then i took a picture of the first page called chapter one hollywood i'll let you look at it and then i'm gonna read all of these haunted restaurants are you ready i'm ready because it's just our podcast oh gosh are you ready here's yeah. the Hollywood restaurants. Okay. The Magic Castle, Roosevelt Hotel. Done it. Boardners. Done it. Cat and Fiddle. Oh, yeah. Musso and Frank's. Been there. Pig and Whistle. Been there. Yamashiro. Been there. Michelli's. Michelli's? Yeah, the Italian place. Oh, okay. Man. A, I've been to all those places except Michelli's. And B, we have pretty much dabbled in research and all of Mm -hmm. that except Michelli's. Yep. (laughs) I live across the street from the Magic Castle and Yamashiro. Uh, Why didn't I think about doing Yamashiro? I literally can can walk to any of these places from my home very easily. Yes, you can. Very easily. I can throw things at half of these places. Oh, my God. So I decided to pick one that I have been to, although only very briefly. And literally when we leave here today, I don't have anything else to do. Guess what? I'm going to go there. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I'm going to hang out and I'm going to see what happens. I'm so excited. I punched the mic. Uh, I will not be taking selfies because I have no makeup on, but I will be taking pictures and I'm going to, I'm going to try to live stream a little bit um, from there. Oh my God. What is it? Where is it? I what didn't it? tell Amy this. Oh my God. I guess I'm not inviting her. <laughs> I think I have to do something. I know. Right I know you're busy after this. <laughs> We'll make another plan. I chose to do The Pig and Whistle. It's on Hollywood Boulevard. Shirley um, Temple hung at the freaking Pig and Whistle? Well. Well, it probably was different then than what it is now. It sure fucking was. It's, I'll let you do is, your research. No, it's okay. It's so exciting. I didn't know any of this stuff. I've been in there. I went there one time. Me too. Was it together? No. No. I was with some people. I was with a girl. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I was went, with girlfriends, but I don't remember. I wanted to go because I wanted to sit and look at people yeah, walking yeah, by. Yeah. And then I ended up not being able to sit in the front part and then it was this whole thing. Oh, it's a whole thing. It's always a thing. There's the pick and whistle in New York too. Is it a chain? I'm so glad you asked. <gasps> oh my God. No, oh you're asking. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, I'm excited you're asking all the right questions. I sat in a pick and whistle in New York City during a blizzard in like 2000 when my friend Katie was, Westerman was visiting me and we, it was such a bad blizzard and we just went into the pick and whistle. <laughs> sorry, my drink's real strong. <laughs> I could tell. We sat in that pig and whistle and no. just like split like a sandwich and just mm-hmm. drank beer and it was so fun. Well, the inside is really beautiful and now I'm going to get to go and really I'll, I'll bring my book. That's great because you could walk there too. Yeah, which that's why I went there because I wanted to walk somewhere and I wanted to sit and watch people walk by and yeah. I was like, oh, I've been to Snow White Cafe a hundred million times and mm-hmm. so I wanted to go somewhere else. So. Oh my God, I'm so excited. So, okay, pig and whistle. So I got, um, I kind of, copied and pasted most of this from a website uh, of a local uh, group called Ghost Hunters of Urban LA or Gula. You know they love oh, to shorten they their They love those acronyms. Gula. Gula. Which, by the way, they do meetups at this place sometimes. So be invited. Yeah. So maybe I'll go over there and it'll be happening. And then you can invite them to be guests on the podcast. I oh will. my god, it's a business expense. You guys, I'm gonna write off Banshees my and Booze beers. LLC. <laughs> <laughs> the dream. Okay, so here's some history. Fleeing the aftermath of the great 1906 San Francisco earthquake and fire, hotelier John H. Gage moved to Los Angeles and started fresh, opening the first Pig and Whistle, which was a, quote, high-class candy and luncheon place. Oh, it's perfect for Shirley Temple. Mm -hmm. Come on. This new business was such a success that many more followed until there were Pig and Whistle restaurants up and down the West Coast from Seattle to San Diego. And I also assume New York now. (laughs) Unless it was some other dude who's like, I'm taking your name, asshole. It's a good name. (laughs) Uh, It has even been suggested that their humorous dancing pig logo influenced pop culture as inspiration for Walt Disney's Three Pigs and or Warner Brothers Porky Pig. Exactly. Is that what he did? The one that goes like, that's all, folks. Oh, my God. That was a really good Porky Pig. It was. It was. I liked it. You loved me so much because I thought that was terrible. I loved it. I thought that was really good. <laughs> Always auditioning. <laughs> um, okay, so it's hard to imagine today, but there was a time when movie theaters didn't have concession stands. What? Yeah. 
So these clean, family-friendly places uh, would be strategically located next to theaters to entice the movie-going public. And this one is right next to the Egyptian theater, right? Aha, mm-hmm. yep. So uh, this worked so well that when the Depression hit, these businesses were able to ride on the coattails of the unaffected film industry because, as we know – the you know it was escapism and so that's why movies did really well yeah, during they the did depression great they did and not so get affected at all they were even able to go go next door you know have a have a soda or have some candy or whatever um, they scraped together enough pocket change to escape into uh, as Gula says the celluloid fantasies of the era. God bless you, Gula. Um, so as theaters were beginning to be built in Hollywood, um, the uh, I'm just going to read. Why am I Just read it. I always just read mine. Thus, as theaters began to be built in Hollywood, that musically inclined swine with his little flute followed, (laughs) creating its first Tinseltown location adjacent to Grauman's Egyptian Theater in 1927, whose elegant interior, advertised as their, quote, most beautiful shop, also featured an elevating pipe organ. To entertain diners. That sounds spooky already. Right? I know. Uh, It was an instant hit, attracting families and movie stars alike. Soon, another location. You're going to love this. I, this, this, literally, this is my neighborhood. Come find me. Uh, (laughs) Soon, another location was to pop up a block away next to the El Capitan. Today, it is fittingly an ice cream shop. It's the Ghirardelli's. Oh, my gosh. Which is, like, literally next door to the El Capitan. And it's wonderful. And I've been there. So cute. I went there one time to just get little Sundays oh. with girlfriends and it was delightful. Oh my gosh. It's it smells adorable. So good. Oh my God. I know. It's full of Disney stuff. It's so great. Oh, I okay. love it. So, uh, ironically, the depression seemed to be this restaurant chain's high point and over the next two decades, their business dwindled. Their restaurants disappeared and the empire collapsed. Uh, World War II would prove difficult with the rationing of food and other limitations, but ultimately the public's tastes just changed with the introduction of TV, drive-in theaters, drive through restaurants, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sure theaters eventually got concessions. Exactly. You know? So the pig and whistle at the Egyptian was closed in 1952, gutted, and then anything remaining was damaged by an eventual fire. Are you ready? Ooh-ooh. Luckily, however, most of its hand-carved seating and fixtures were rescued from the trash, finding their way around the corner to Michelli's. <laughs> Oh, I cannot tell you how much I love that. Blown. That's one of my favorite restaurants. It's like a old Italian. There's there's yes. like Chianti bottles off the ceiling. It is exactly like the food is like pretty good, but mostly it's like I love it. Giant, and they have singers there, and it's oh like God, they, kitschy. I go, yeah. Like like the first time I, I went there, our waitress was like, "I'll be right back," and she had to go sing "Fools Russian." You know? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm as an Italian. I love kitschy Italian. It's, I love. Why the, have we not been here? The, bla- um, the, uh, the white and red checkered tablecloth. Yep, exactly. The ca- the wax of the candle dripping down mm-hmm. the Chianti bottle. <gasps> See, I'll How go have I there. Not been? So I go there sometimes. I'll order food to go at the front and then go sit at the back and have a beer at the bar oh, while they're making my, my food. Um, I gotta go. Delightful. We should go together. <gasps> yes. There's also there is have one. There's one in the valley. There's one on Coinga. There is, but I feel like the Hollywood one is the one. The Hollywood one's the one to go. Yes. Okay, amazing. We should, we'll have a night. We'll go to Second City. We'll go to Michelli's. Go to Bordner's. Go to Bordner's. Lots of ghosts and drinks. We will only go duh. to haunted places. Uh, uh, duh. I love it. Um, okay, so, uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so then it reinvented itself. Okay, let's talk about ghosts. The legend has it 
the legend that has been passed. <laughs> And, uh, it's a She's double recorder. That Shirley Temple Black. <laughs> the legend that has been passed down through employees is that the ladies' room, <clears throat> of course, fucking of course, more specifically, maybe a painting in the ladies' room, which I've never oh been God, to the oh bathroom God, there, oh so God. I'm going to go check it out right after this. I'm will so you take scared. a picture? Yeah, of course I will. Is said to be haunted by a woman who lost her daughter in the fire at this location in the 1950s. My tummy. Now in death, her spirit comes back, apparently searching for that lost daughter. Uh, According to the legend, oh God. <laughs> I'm scared because you're scared. I see about, your face and I am scared. It's about to be me. According to legend, little girls who go to this restroom unaccompanied by an adult say that a strange woman appears and reaches out to touch them. I don't like it. Oh my God. When the scared children escape and tell someone, no woman is ever found. <laughs> which now i'm gonna go by myself and like look i'm wearing pigtails today so and you have a very youthful appearance in general thank you amy the first time i turned 26 i felt the same thing um yeah. oh my god i am just i'm so scared and now also i'm gonna be sitting there with my fucking book uh and uh i'm gonna be sitting there reading my book and i'm gonna be like a little girl's gonna start to go in there and we be like don't go in there or go with her Oh, I'll go with her. Just follow her in. That's not scary. That's not creepy at it's all. It's okay. It's okay for me to follow <laughs> little girls into bathrooms, She's right? She's going to come up like, Mommy, there was a strange lady in the bathroom. And they're going to go in and you'll be just <laughs> standing there like, what? It's fine. I got it. I was trying to help. Oh, I got it. I handled it, you guys. I'm protecting her from the ghost. <laughs> Mommy. I was like, okay. Yeah. That lady with the pink tail. <laughs> um, I think we always knew this was how it was going to happen. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Additionally, the bar staff has told... Gula. Gula. Ghost hunters of urban LA. That there are strange noises late at night, a dark, shadowy figure in the basement, mm -hmm. and one sh mm -hmm. chandelier that swings by itself while the others remain still. No. Nope. Want it. Nope. No. No, I can't go. No. I'm too scared. Oh, you're going. I'm going to make Amy like, drop me off there. You're on a mission, my friend. <laughs> it's fucking four blocks from my house. I'll um, drop you off. Lastly, shortly after the pig and whistle reopened, it was reported that the new owner was taking a nap in the back late one night and was awoken by a ghostly pipe organ music. See, I knew I it that when you said pipe organ music. I'm like, oh, hell no, no, no. Uh huh. Oh God. Um. So yeah. So is the that's pipe organ it. still there? No. Oh it is shit. Not. <laughs> Uh, and now, because they did us so well, I will read the concluding sentence okay. from this uh, from ghost Gula? city. Yeah, Gula. Is this playful Pied Piper piggy place filled with phantoms from the past? Come out, have a beer served right, and find out for yourself if you dare. <laughs> you did so good not popping your peas when you did all that. That is impressive. Always auditioning. Always. <laughs> auditioning um oh my god and now okay here's the thing i'm so scared you're gonna go there after this i'm gonna bring you okay. and I, it's killing me that i can't join you and then you're gonna take a bunch of pictures and you're gonna send them to me but we will post them appropriately post we will them post appropriately photos uh when this episode drops on our with like some corresponding photos <sighs> which is gonna kill us because it's like in, oh it's only in like a week and a half from the day I'm we're recording so this. scary oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god tammy 
That's so Amy. exciting. You live in the heart of ghost town. I really you do. You really live in like a very, very, very haunted I literally town. can touch, like I can touch any of those places. Hollywood is not large and you're like literally in the center of mm-hmm. all of it. Yeah. I mean, Magic Castle and Yamashiro and Bordner's and like all of those mm-hmm. places are within half a mile from It is you. truly like, we, we've talked about this where like there's no way my building's not haunted, but I can't find that out. And it has a good energy. It's it does. definitely haunted. Yeah. But I guess you could always ask your landlord guy who lives on property. I would. A- I should ask him. He was downstairs yesterday. He wanted stamps. He was trying to pay me for them. And I was like, mm, I Aww. stole these from a like a office I closed down like seven like years ago. <laughs> so on, it was in somebody's drawer. I was like, just take these. God bless the forever <laughs> stamp. Really fun. I mean, so I literally was like, they're 32, they're 30, 37 cent stamps. So I was like, use like four of them. <laughs> just in case because I don't know how much a stamp is. I don't know how much a stamp is either. Isn't that weird? But I remember as a kid when I first moved to Florida and started writing letters to my friends in New York. Yeah. They were like 22 cents or I do. Like I remember that. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And a phone call was still the quarter. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad Lord. long distance phone calls don't exist anymore. International oh does. but And I'm also glad that uh, mi- like roaming doesn't exist on oh your cell phone anymore and the number of minutes it's yeah. like you can have 450 minutes on this planet I'd go through them in a day which it's funny <laughs> like because like we almost never talk on the phone anymore but no. then, of course we do now yeah you and I talk on the phone but I don't talk to anyone else yeah my mom that's it well, thank God for FaceTime calling now too. Because I know because you can it's free. you can go over the Wi-Fi and it's free. I love it. That's how I got to FaceTime my little sister Maisie, <sighs> the most beautiful little kitten in the world. Look, she I, was sleeping, but whatever. We still FaceTimed. I have two of the most perfect cats in the world. Maisie's gorgeous. Maisie is beyond. I have got to show you some pictures after we're oh done my God. today because you're gonna be blown away i will be oh my god i'm gonna talk to my mom slash maybe today too i gotta cool down after that i am amazing okay okay girl what you you ready what you do what kind of restaurant i'm so glad we're drinking rum because today i'm taking you to key west (gasps) to explore a place and a man that not that jimmy buffett himself immortalized in a song called last mango in paris this is the story of Captain Tony's Saloon. Wow. I, that was a good intro. Yeah. Except for the end clothes. where I did, I did burp, 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 burp. Yeah, that was very Blue's Clues. Yeah. We I'm, just figured out Blue's Clues. We just figured out Blue's Clues. Because you're I'm very, very smart. smart. <laughs> Think, see, I am smart. Steve knew. I is smart um uh, so key west i can't believe you're not doing pose burgers but that's okay god no of course it. not That'd why be did i not no. do pose? well we're gonna have a charleston episode one day oh fuck we yeah. must we must and i'll just rehash my ghost story from there i'll tell it better okay great okay so key west been there uh so i did the an article from the huff huff post and uh ghosts and graveyards.com uh i i just mashed them both together both were excellent and very entertaining and informative so um as you know i brag 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 about being a new yorker but the truth is i spent a large chunk of my life living in florida um which actually wasn't that bad because it was the coastal towns of southern southeast florida 
and I was young enough to not know how weird that place really is. Right. And we lived in a in very beautiful, beautiful areas, and um, and I got to take a lot of advantage of it. I've been to a lot of the Keys, and um, and I've been to Key West twice, but it was before. I mean, I've always had paranormal experiences my whole life, but my trips to the Keys, we stayed at this little island right off of Key West, where you would take a like a shuttle boat back and forth to Key West mm. from your hotel. Gotcha. So. It wasn't actually like on the island of Key or on the Key itself, um, but it's really fun. It kind of reminds me of Florida's New Orleans. You know, it's a big mm-hmm. party town, but yeah. the history itself is just awesome, and it is so haunted. Mm-hmm. For the for our haunted dolls episode, I almost did the doll. That's it's in a museum there. It's a really really haunted doll, like very famous. Yeah. Um, his name is shit. I forgot his name. We'll get we'll do it. It's okay. Really creepy. Um. All right. So. So I took full advantage of Florida's beaches, boats, pools, laid-back vibes, and went to about a dozen Jimmy Buffett concerts. Um, Now that I know just how haunted Key West really is, I want to go back also because it's really nice and fun. Um, um, Because there is a place called Captain Tony's Saloon that is so fucking haunted. Um, I can't wait to tell you about it. So Ernest Hemingway, Truman Capote. Capote. Thank you. Uh, Shel Silverstein, Tennessee Williams, and the mayor of Margaritaville himself, Jimmy Buffett, have all enjoyed a drink, or eight, at (laughs) Captain Tony's Saloon in Key West, Florida. I love that. Me too, because, uh, well, I love Shel Silverstein, but Ernest Hemingway and Tennessee Williams are my favorite authors, and I fucking love Jimmy Buffett. Do you know, I won't do it. Okay. Uh, I know a Shel Silverstein poem, top to bottom. It's the only poem I know top to bottom. Oh, my God. It's Hector the Collector. Shout out, Margie. Oh, <laughs> She I had, gave me that book. That was the last – I took it from her. And, I had one of his books of poetry. They were so mm-hmm. good. Where Sidewalk Inns, The best ever. Mm-hmm. The best. Uh, oh, obsessed. Um, well, he enjoyed a drink or two at the saloon as well. Nice. Um, okay, so what the tourist guidebooks often fail to note when promoting the saloon is the fact that it was established in 1851 as an ice house and morgue. It was also... Okay, hold on. <laughs> No, that actually makes a lot of sense. Continue. Okay. Great. great. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, it was a wi- also a wireless telegraph station, a cigar factory, a speakeasy where it sold bootleg drum. Cheers. Hey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not bootleg rum, but it tastes like it. <laughs> um um, and then a place called Sloppy Joe's, very famous, opened in 1933 and became a favorite eatery of Ernest Hemingway. In 1940, the building was leased to Morgan Bird, who opened a gay saloon called the Duval Club. Mm. The Navy bro- prohibited sailors from frequenting the club. Boo. Boo. Unfortunately, without the revenue of the sailors on leave, the club shut down. Then in 1958, Captain Tony bought the bar. So... Let's talk about the troubled past okay. of this location. I mean, we already know it was a morgue. I love this um, so much. I might just love rum so much. I love rum so much. It is my favorite. We need to go on a vacation. Okay. Oh, my God. Thank you. Um, I just drink rum and pineapple juice on a beach. Okay. Troubled past. Right. In 1865, when a tumultuous hurricane hit the Florida Keys and water came crashing through the city, smashing nearly everything in its wake, the city morgue that would later become Captain Tony's 
that would later become Captain Tony's was no exception to the devastation. The many corpses that were awaiting burial mm-hmm. or uh, autopsy were washed away, <laughs> except for one. Wait, what? Uh, was it just really fat? <laughs> It was really stuck to that ice block. Uh, also, ew, so all those other bodies ended up somewhere. Ew. Bye. <laughs> um, history tells us that one body was recovered. Um, it was lying in front of the building and was later buried beneath the building, surrounded by holy water and enclosed by a wall where the pool room now resides. Does that make sense? That was a weird sentence. It was a weird sentence, but I don't think it was the structure. I think it was the content that really upset me. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, so basically one body was not washed away. It was on the front door. It was at the front door. Guys, 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 guys. Yeah. I think this guy tried to come back. Look. Some weird stuff's happened. I'm not saying it's a zombie, but like, hey, I mean, holy water's pretty cheap. Maybe we'll just surround it by holy water. I'm just saying. And like put the holy water in the walls yeah, yeah, yeah. and just, put the body underneath just, the floors. Just put the holy water everywhere. Oh, okay. Got gotcha. you. It's okay. totally fine. You know cool, what? Cool, cool, cool. Hey. Better safe than sorry. You know what we could put on top of the dead body what? under the floors? A pool table. Oh my gosh. No one will move it. No one will ever move it. It's super heavy. Duh. You know what? I like the way you think. Let's go get a sloppy joe. <laughs> And that was a scene with Ernest Hemingway and Shel Silverstein uh, titled How We Got to Sloppy Joe's. Scene. Um, yeah, so they put holy water in the walls and then put the body under the floor. Okay. Does this make sense to you? I mean, I'm not a scientist, know. but... In 1865, whatever works. Yeah. Uh, so uh, then it became a speakeasy eventually uh, during Prohibition. Uh, so a woman came there in search of her husband. She had her infant child with her. And when she discovered her husband drunk and carousing, carousing? Sure. Okay. Whatever. He had, Don't she, they all. She had a mental breakdown. <laughs> she ran into the ladies' room. No. And. Uh-oh. She. she no, no. Yeah, of course she did. The baby. You know what? And she put the body under a blanket and left. Yeah. Yeah, this is bad. Look, this is bad stuff, but it's all going to lead to ghost stories. Oh, good. Okay, so later the local pub would expand, building around a tree that was once used for hangings. Many pirates were lynched and hung from this tree, including about 16 pirates and a non-pirate woman who murdered her two sons and her husband. She was immediately hung from this tree in the blue dress that was covered in her victim's blood. Many say she's the first ghost to inhabit Captain Tony's saloon. She's been seen so many times that she's referred to as the Lady in Blue. Like... Florida. <laughs> and, you know, Key West is so tiny. There's actually, like, hardly any beaches. It's just very built up. And, you know, spirits can't cross water. So this shit is so mm. fucking haunted. You know, the only time I've ever been to Florida, I flew straight into Orlando and straight out. I went to Harry Potter World for my bachelorette party. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course you did. Because I am that cool. Oh, I love that. And uh, that's it. Well, we need to do some ghost investigating south. south. Yeah, I have, I have keys. family in Florida. Yeah, or just in general. <laughs> no, I have 
family. I have family. Uh, actually, now I'm like, maybe they don't live there anymore. Mm. But they did live near Orlando. Okay. Well, we'll go. Key West is probably like four hours south of Orlando. Okay. And it, I think we'll have ourselves a good time. Lots of drinking. Lots of ghosting. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, so now we've just got a really terrible setup for the saloon because it is – do you need more? No. Okay. Don't ever I'm give awesome. me more. I'm so drunk. <laughs> No, because you're going to the pig and whistle after this. I have to go this. drink more. No, no more. You could eat your rum-soaked cherry, though. I'm going to. It's going to be so it's good. That's, so that's what rummy. I was staring down. Amy looked over, and I was staring down my drink. She's staring into like her empty glass, but there is one cherry sitting in it. And you know it's so soaked with I'm rum. I'm so excited to have it's this cherry. Be really because I watched all the bubbles come out of it, so Me I know too. it's full of rum. I saw the bubbles coming out of mine, too. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Um, okay, so there's the lady in blue. So during the building's renovation in the 1980s, while removing old flooring, workers discovered the skeletal remains of about 8 to 15 people and a grave marker of a woman named Elvira. Oh. It is believed – I wonder if she's the lady from the morgue, though, that got washed, washed oh, up. Oh, shit. It is believed that these may be uh, may very well be some of the missing bodies that were lost after the hurricane. I guess I wrote that and forgot. You're so smart that you guessed that. And, and then, then it was true. It was true. Because yep. let's be honest, I didn't really read this. I, I do the mashed same thing. up. I mashed things up. We want to keep it fresh for ourselves too, you exactly. guys. Exactly. It's always a surprise. Mm-hmm. So let's hear about some real ghost shit, shall we? Okay. Okay. So now we know. Holy crap. So much has happened here. Okay. So often the events surrounded um, – uh, wait, what? That I, I read that wrong. Um, okay. So here we go. The ladies' room. Ugh. Right? I Every mean, it's time. always the latest. You never hear about haunted men's rooms. Why is this? Because they don't take their pants all the way off. <laughs> I think that's what it is. We're very <laughs> exposed in there. <laughs> they just do a zip. You're right. Just a little bit comes comes popping out and they do their pee-pee, do a little shake-shake and they, they're done. Yeah, they don't have to hide. Yes. I got to say though, <laughs> lately in my life, I've been peeing a lot in, uh, in front of a lot of my girlfriends. I peed in front of you just last week yeah. in, a, in a private household bathroom. And then I sent you the text the next morning. I dreamed we got married last night. I think we should stop peeing in front of each other. Never. <laughs> Never. Okay, so the ladies' room. Uh, patrons have reported mis- uh, various mysterious occurrences. One woman has this story. She tried to go into the first stall, but it was locked. I feel like this has actually happened to me several times in women's rooms because I've had a lot of paranormal mm-hmm. experiences. And then you go, oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Is anyone in there? And then there's no feet. Or maybe the stall is open and there are feet that pop out of nowhere because you're in a haunted Lowe's restroom. I can't talk about that I ever can't talk again. About it. it scares me so bad. Okay. So this woman tries to go into the first stall, but it's locked. She goes into the second stall and she notices that no one is in the first locked stall. There's no feet. So before leaving the bar later on in the evening, she goes back into the bathroom to use the bathroom one more time. And the first stall is still locked before she knew what was happening the outside door to the restroom opened and closed all on its own when she went back uh she so she goes into her stall she heard the door of the first stall unlock and slam shut shut the fuck Un- oh, i don't like that yeah i'm fucking really well so alarmed she jumped up she popped out to see what was happening and still no one was in sight and the first stall was once again locked <laughs> Chills, 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 chills. Everything. 
Um, so the bar's owner is Joe Farber, and he is a skeptic. But one night alone, around 4 a.m., Joe heard a voice calling out to him. He got up from his desk. Huh? Hello? He got up from his desk to investigate, but saw that no one was there. He walked to the back of the bar and noticed the back doors were wide open, even though he'd locked them hours before. Unable to explain the voice he heard, he simply brushed it off. Until a few years later when what? the same voice – I know. I'm like, years? I was thinking like nights, you know? <laughs> no years. A few years later, the same voice called out to him again. Joe. Well, it's been years since I've heard that voice. What's happening? Uh, this I've been away. This time, the voice said, don't leave. Oh, fuck. I'm not doing that. That's too scary. It's so scary. So Joe ran to check the back doors, and this time they were locked. He found nothing out of the ordinary throughout the bar, so he went home. Hours he later. Left? Yeah. And everything was cool. He literally said, don't leave. <gasps> oh, shit. Oh, my God. You're right. You're right. Okay. Well, you want to know what happened? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to know what happened? Yeah. Yeah. The maple cut. The maple cut. Hours later, around 6 a.m., Joe gets a phone call from the police saying oh, they found oh, the body of a young teenage girl in front of his bar. It seems she called her mother just after overdosing on pills to commit suicide. Her mother called the police and later they found her body in front of Captain Tony's. Joe believes the voice that was telling him to stay um, was so that he might have been able to find the girl and save her life. But only the spirit knows for sure. Really upset. I know. I've got chills on my right arm again. Yeah. Well, poor, poor Joe. I don't think she intended to die in front of the bar. Yeah. I think that she no one took too many pills, yeah. called her mom, and was walking, and just that's mm-hmm. where she collapsed and died. And that a spirit was saying, like, don't leave, don't leave. And that if he had just gone oh. out the front door instead of the back See, door. See, that was me going, and he left. <laughs> See? And you caught it before I did. See, and, and I read this. My God. That's why guys don't do pills. Yeah, because don't. you can't stop the pills. That's right, exactly. Unless someone catches you in time and you could get your stomach pumped. Yeah, but even then, sometimes yeah, I know and it, it just gets worse and damage. worse. Don't yeah, do don't pills. Do just drink and just eat these <laughs> oh, cherries. Boy, she, 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 she's feeling it. <laughs> she's feeling it. I have one last one last little thing. Uh, one patron reported getting third degree burns on his hands an hour after touching the tree that stands inside the bar. Oh, God. Was that the worst cherry you've ever eaten in your life? No, I just don't want to chew it into the microphone. Oh, oh, oh. Look at you so polite. I'm going to end this with something you're going to enjoy. Oh. Uh, it's a quote from Captain Tony himself father of 13 children by five wives he says i liked i always like to know the distribution too because my favorite is when it's like four wives had one child and one wife (laughs) you know maybe Mm -hmm. uh he says all you need in this life is a tremendous sex drive and a great ego brains don't mean a shit (sighs) marilyn monroe And I really, really wanted to bring up the song, uh, the Jimmy Buffett song, Last Mango in Paris, but I don't have it on my phone. I forgot to do it. So we'll... I'll... You did that whole thing last time. You're you're perfect. I am. Amy, you're perfect. I love you. And you know what I'm really excited about? What? The Upghost in person. I know. Opening up my iPad. Which is so perfect because it's from our girl, Lale, again, mm-hmm. who... Uh, what is this? Uh, who uh, works in a haunted restaurant. 
She fucking does. <gasps> Lolly's the best. I love she sends us the best ghost stories. She really does. And they're always so well written. We're so lucky. This uh email was subject lined chauvinist ghost. Oh shit. So I knew I was gonna be so bad. Yeah, this is perfect for you. First line. So That's so with some uppercase O's and lowercase O's. Oh, love it. Okay. Maud has a friend. Now, Maud. Also. As everyone knows. Maud is the lady in the restroom of the brewery. What's up, Hot Fusion Ale Works? In which I am working part-time while I open my barbershop. Shout out to South Barbershop. I just want to say I will give shout outs all day, every day to all of these these things. Yep. I don't know who he is or what he looks like. I haven't seen him. I haven't heard him. I just know he's in the tap room. What? Watching. What? You must be thinking. It's as if she could anticipate your what, what, what's. <laughs> you must be thinking. Gee, Willikers, Lolly. That doesn't sound like much of anything. Have you been drinking? Have you stopped drinking? Where's the damn drinks? <laughs> Lolly. Lolly. I love her. No joke. I think we've already made this joke. But if one of us dies, you know that you just are the new co-host of the show, right? <laughs> We're flying her in. Uh-huh. And then she writes, Tammy, you'll love this. Mm. He's a perv. <laughs> Thank you for knowing me, Lolly. He is a butt-pinching, bra-snapping, <gasps> heavy-breathing-on-my-neck pervert. On several different occasions, I have felt the distinct sensation of someone pinching my butt. So distinct that I have whipped around every time to confront and or punch the pincher. There has never been anyone or dog were a pooch friendly tap room (laughs) within three feet of me. Whoa. And a couple of times I have been mid sentence with someone and they look at me like I'm crazy when I swat at an invisible hand at my butt. He has also snapped my bra once. Oh my God. Also, I felt his gross, creepy old man breath on the back of my neck <gasps> while he runs <laughs> hold on Good. while he runs a single finger all the way up my arm oh <laughs> fuck that shit i cannot believe she's had so many ghost encounters there now mm-hmm. i don't like him no he's not as innocuous as maud he's kind of invasive and a lot rude typical man Thank you, Lale. And then here are the claps, and I will insert them myself. I do not like him. (laughs) Sorry. This is my favorite part of the email. Sorry, I'm really far behind on listening, so it'll be about four years before I hear this on the air if you throw it in. Love you, Goyles. Molly, you need to listen. We have so many of your stories on here. She's busy. Oh, my God. Look at all the claps. I love yeah, that. I, I love that. I did the claps for you, Lale. Wow. I will legit That's pull really this scary. apart. I will pull this apart and send this to her because she deserves it. She sent me something the other day. She's been watching this new show, and it was like Paranormal Girls, and it was so dumb. And she was like, what is it? What am I fucking watching? Um, <laughs> Ooh, I just talked shit about something. <laughs> you did. That's okay. We're allowed to. Yeah, we haven't it. seen it. It's probably not really called Paranormal yeah. Girls. So like whatever. Yeah. Um, that is so scary. Maud's male friend needs to get the fuck out of there. Needs to get the fuck out of there. But also Also, now I what a perf. I cannot wait to go home to Texas. I haven't been in a little while. I don't know when I'm gonna be there next. But literally, Lale, girl, 
I don't yeah. care. It, I, I'll go, go at two o'clock in the morning. Like <laughs> go there because you know that he's going to be like, yeah, absolutely. You, and if it's the two of us together, a thousand percent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you're doing it for research, you know, for the sake of the pod. Again, I can write it off. You can write it off. Because we file our taxes. That would creep me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really bad. I mean. What if you like, yeah. Like what, what if like all of a sudden like you felt like some like. <laughs> ghost boner pressing up against you Ew. you know like who's just like the fact that he can snap a bra too i yeah. feel like he, maybe he's a more modern ghost i don't feel like that was really a thing dudes did until like at least the 1900s women didn't really wear like they weren't really bras, bras. i mean until like what the, the 30s 30s 20s yeah i feel like 20s maybe yeah. We'll have to do our research on bras. Yeah. Haunted uh, bras. Haunted bras. Come in next. I mean, I also, this kind of reminds me of that Bordner's guy. But he, the Bordner's guy's polite, though. He's not gross to us. But both of us have True. had him, like, walk behind us. Yeah, and I felt someone's, like, breath. You and I felt yeah. someone on my lower yeah. back. But it wasn't gross. It was almost just like when someone's trying to squeeze by you. That's exactly you know? what my experience was, too, was yeah. I felt someone, like, touch my lower back in like an excuse me Exa- kind of way. That's what it was like for me. and But it wasn't crowded, which mm-hmm. was what made it weird. It felt like someone was just behind me talking not to me though or yeah. maybe just muttering like pardon me or whatever. And that was me though. Like I felt him put his hand on my lower back and I kind of stepped forward and turned to go excuse me and there was no one there. Oh shit. Uh, well gentlemen, that's ghost gentlemen listening. That is the way to treat a woman in a restaurant. Not snapping her bra and pinching her ass. Pongles. Learn your manners. Amen. Excuse um, me while I burp off of mic. Oh, did oh, you wait, do it already? I do it. Yeah, oh, do it. Oh, I forgot. Wait, hold on. Okay. Oh, God, I'm such a pussy. You are, even when you're drunk. Um, no, you're not. I feel bad for saying it already. What? I'm a thousand percent drunk. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, how did that happen? I don't Where? know. I drank a lot of rum. Well, now I get to drop Tammy off at uh, the Pig at and Whistle on, in Hollywood and find out what happens next. going to make so many good decisions. I'm so excited. I'm going to follow um, yeah. Uh, just go into the bathroom and look for that haunted portrait. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. I should look for that portrait. Yeah, you are going to look okay. for that portrait. Um, hey, stupids. Yes. Uh, oh, <laughs> no. Wow. Wow. I really think highly of myself, don't I? Right. In, yes. It was. Oh, me? I was trying to wow. disparage our listeners because I was a little drunk, but. My God, Amy. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get you some crystals. Um, <laughs> you should follow us on Instagram. We forgot to do that on our last. Well, podcast. we I Fuck. figured we were running out of time. I wasn't looking. Shit. At it. So it's you know what? Okay. That's it. Now we'll never have any followers because oh, we forgot one no. time. Uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram, please at Banshees and Booze. Follow us on Twitter at Banshees and mm, Booze, and email us your own haunted ghost stories at upghostandpersonal at gmail dot com. And Amy, yes, Tammy, if you see a ghost, unclasp your own damn bra <gasps> and kick him in his ghost boner. Ghost boner. I love it. Um. Oh. Or. Oh wait. Never mind. Okay. Can, Tammy? You, see, can you see my anticipatory? Yeah, face? you're ready. You're I, already, ready. I have one ready. I was like, shit. I forgot my own ghost stories. Uh, Tammy. Yes. If you see a ghost, follow a little girl into the restroom for her own protection. <laughs>
Last Mango in Paris. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much. Email us and follow us and rate and review and subscribe everything. Okay, bye. I'm drunk. Bye. Yeah.